the Washington Ethical Society. My name is Perry Bider. Oh, I can take this off. My pronouns are he and him, and I am the officiant today. WES is one community unified across time and space, gathering for these Sunday platforms to affirm our values and commit to a better world. So I want to welcome those of you who are here in the hall, those who are watching now on Zoom, and those who are catching the recording later. If you're on Zoom, please check the chat for a welcome and various tips from Peter Bishop, today's Zoom chat usher. If you're here in the hall and would like an assistive listening device, please ask the sound team at the back. I want to say a special welcome to our visitors, starting with the middle schoolers and adults who are here from the Unitarian Universalist Church of Westport, Connecticut. And they will be visiting the National Museum of of African American history and culture this afternoon. We are so glad to have you with us. Of course, we're just as glad to have our other visitors too. If you are visiting here in person, please stop by the welcome table after platform today to speak to a greeter or to our membership coordinator, Macy what? Thomas. I'm going to have a shower instead of a walk. Those of you okay. visiting online now or later, we invite you to send an email to Maceo at M-A-C-E-O-T at ethicalsociety.org or to fill out a connection form, which you can find at tiny.cc slash westconnects. I will now read a few of the greetings that folks have written in the Zoom chat. Folks joining in virtually can use this time to get a candle to light during our candle lighting. Hmm. Okay, well, so far nobody has checked in on the Zoom. Uh, maybe that's because everybody's here in the hall, I don't know. Um, in any case, it is good to connect. Oh, here we go. Uh, Diane Kim says hello. And Dawn, I am going to uh, not try to mangle your last name, Dawn, because uh, it's too small for me to read accurately. Uh, says, good morning, everyone. That part I can read. Uh, Cynthia Goodman says, good morning. Joe Klein, good morning, all. Okay. All right. So I now invite today's platform speaker, Peggy Gates, to bring us today's opening words. Good morning. Our opening words this morning are from, oops, sorry. Whew. Uh, our opening words this morning are from Father Dean Brackley. Father Brackley was an American priest and community organizer who volunteered to go to San Salvador to take the place of one of the six Jesuit priests who were assassinated in 1989. Over the years, Father Brackley gave hundreds of introductory historical and social analysis presentations to visiting groups from North America. He met with West groups on two occasions. At the conclusion of every talk he gave, he'd end 
with some version of the following. Go to the community. The people there are going to ruin your life. <laughs> the people, they will break your heart. And then your heart will break open. And their hope for a better future will draw you back again and again. Solidarity with the poor, it's contagious. Thank you. Thank you, Peggy. It's always a treat to have our friend Lilo Gonzalez here to share his music with us. Lilo, welcome back and thank you. I understand that your opening song today is an original of yours. Salí pa' Semana Santa, abril del 82. Aún llevo el olor incienso a mi pueblo y su dolor. Aún llevo el olor incienso a mi pueblo y su dolor. Prisa sin un avión, sin planta un pantalón, pensando volver muy pronto a mi pueblo El Salvador. Pensando volver muy pronto a mi pueblo El Salvador. Ay, qué bonita es mi tierra, te lo digo, compañero. Ay, qué bonita es mi tierra, que lo sepa el mundo entero. Ay, qué bonita es mi tierra, te lo digo, compañero. Ay, qué bonita es mi tierra, que lo sepa el mundo entero. No puedo vivir aquí, no puedo vivir allá. Señores, ¿cuándo tendré un poquitito de paz? Señores, ¿cuándo tendré un poquitito de mar? Hoy vivo allí en la manpresa, frente a un palo de coyol, para no morirme soñando, cantemos esta canción. Para no morirme soñando, cantemos esta canción. No que me mire su lío, te lo digo, compañero. No que me mire su lío, que lo sepa el mundo entero. No Cuba mire su lío, te lo digo, compañero. No Cuba mire su lío, que lo sepa el mundo entero. Thank you, Leo. Each week, we read our statement of purpose as a reminder of our shared values. If you are interested in taking a turn to read the Statement of Purpose, you can sign up at tiny.cc readsop. You can read it here in person or make a recording that will be included in a future platform. Today's reader is Susan Runner, known to the people in our sister community of El Rodeo, El Salvador, as La Dentista. The Washington Ethical Society is a humanistic congregation that affirms the worth of every person. We strive through our relationships to elicit the best in the human spirit. With faith in human goodness, we appreciate each person's unique capacities. We joyfully celebrate together 
and support each other through life. We nurture a sense of reverence and responsibility for each other and the earth. We warmly invite you to work for a world where love and justice cross all borders. Thank you, Susan. As Susan lights our community candle, I invite those of you with candles at home to light yours and for everyone to join in our candle lighting words. May we kindle within us the warmth of compassion, the light of understanding, and the fire of commitment to build a brighter future for all. Let's now enter the centering time of our platform. Each week, we ring this chime in solidarity with people around the world. Today, I am particularly mindful of the residents of East Palestine, Ohio, who are worried about their health and safety in the aftermath of a train derailment that released toxic chemicals into the air and water. And the migrants who have come to the US but are not being treated as human beings with inherent worth and dignity, but rather used as pawns for scoring political points. As we listen to the chime, let us remember our connection to each other and the world around us. Let us open our hearts to compassion for those who suffer. And let us commit ourselves to the work that calls for our love. I invite you now into a time of meditation. I suggest that you take a moment to get as comfortable as you can in your seat or your sofa or wherever you are. If you need to stretch a little bit, feel free, being mindful of the people in the vicinity around you. You may want to start by taking a few comfortably nourishing, deepish breaths. As Susan said in reading our statement of purpose, we strive to elicit the best in the human spirit. As you continue breathing, I invite you to think of a time when someone elicited your best or when you elicited someone else's. See if you can put yourself back in that situation and remember what it felt like as you continue to breathe. 
we will continue our meditation in silence and in the music that follows. Quisiera tener alas para volar Para volar Quisiera tener alas para volar Quisiera tener alas para volar Para volar Cruzar por el espacio en libertad Cruzar por el espacio en libertad en libertad, como los pajaritos, en libertad, que nadie me pregunte a dónde va. Caminos sin fronteras quisiera ser, quisiera ser, caminos sin fronteras quisiera ser. Caminos sin fronteras quisiera ser Quisiera ser Sin prisa ni motivo para volver Sin prisa ni motivo para volver En libertad Como los pajaritos En libertad Que nadie me pregunte ¿A dónde va? Todos mis amigos que ya no están, que ya no están, por defender el agua y su dignidad, por defender el agua y su dignidad, ya volverán a estar con su familia y en libertad, a estar con su familia y comunidad, en libertad. Que nadie me pregunte a dónde vas. It is my great pleasure and honor now to introduce today's platform speaker, Peggy Gates. For many of us, Peggy is literally a person who needs no introduction. But for those who are newer to the community, Peggy Gates is a longtime West member and staff leader. She has served as Director of Religious Education, Lifelong Learning, and the Sunday School, 
as leader in the COAMAT team development program and in the opening doors campaign that made West wheelchair accessible and joined our two buildings. Beginning in 2002, Peggy has led 17 delegations of West teens and adults to El Salvador, where I'm told that more than any single person, she is responsible for shifting our work there from a charity model to one of solidarity and community capacity building, a sister community relationship grounded in equality, love, and solidarity. Peggy speaks to us today in her role as co-chair of Wes's Global Connections. Peggy, welcome back to the Wes Lectern. To begin, I want to share a few words from Eduardo Galeano. I don't believe in charity. I believe in solidarity. Charity is vertical. It's humiliating. It goes from top to bottom. Solidarity is horizontal. It respects the other and learns from the other. I have a lot to learn from other people. And from Catholic Archbishop Dom Helder Kamara, these words. When I gave food to the poor, they called me a saint. When I asked why there were so many poor, they called me a communist. Good morning. Thank you, Perry, and dear Lilo, for bringing us your beauty, the gift of your beautiful music. It is such an honor to be here always, to celebrate love through the lens of solidarity. We're going to begin the morning with a video that was made by West Teen Russell Corbin from the 2018 delegation. So here it is.
understand the lived reality of our friends in El Rodeo, let's take a few minutes to ground ourselves in their history. El Rodeo is located in the department of Cabañas, in the canton of Santa Marta, in the north central part of El Salvador. After the assassination of Archbishop Oscar Romero in 1980, the Salvadoran Civil War waged for 12 years. Many of El Rodeo's farmers supported the guerrilla forces who were fighting against the US-backed right-wing government in San Salvador. As a result, the army relentlessly persecuted the people of El Rodeo. Their homes and crops were burned, livestock killed, and an exodus to nearby Honduras began. There, squalid refugee camps promised protection from the carnage. During their exodus, two massacres, mostly elders, women, and children, occurred as folks were fleeing. A series of returns to El Salvador began in 1987, the last one in 1992, when the United Nations peace accords were signed. This war and refugee experience left a lasting mark on the people of El Rodeo and Santa Marta. Over the years, we've witnessed their trauma through the personal stories that they've shared with us and the scarred landscape, the craters still visible from 500-pound war bombs, and the tattoos, the tiny hand-dug pits where people found shelter when the bombers attacked. You see trauma reflected in the historical embroideries that the women craft and in the drawings of the children. Many of our partners on the Adesco, the village council, were born in the refugee camps. Theirs is a difficult but very proud history of resistance and organization. Telling their stories can be cathartic. We've been listening and learning for 12 years. It's been quite a journey, and you've been with us every step of the way. Wes has been sponsoring delegations to El Salvador for over 20 years, first with international partners, then with Global Connections. In 2010, when Global Connections and El Rodeo were establishing our relationship, we were committed to using a horizontal approach, a process that could bring lasting change by eliciting the best in ourselves and each other. We dove into collaborative processes, working together, shoulder to shoulder, heart to heart, keeping love and solidarity front and center. During the early delegations, we took a deep, and I mean deep dive, into getting to know one another. Guided by a model known as community capacity building, we hosted a series of inclusive and participatory community assemblies, explicitly inviting 
everyone, all genders, all ages. We played get-to-know-you games, drew maps, and made historical timelines of El Rodeo and of Wes, sharing stories, history, facts, and knowledge. We wrote a partnership agreement to guide our efforts and to hold us accountable, using an iterative method in which every person had a voice. The technology was simple. Each person was given an index card and these instructions. Write the three things you want your community to promise the other community, and then on the opposite side of the card, write three things that you want the other community to promise yours. For inclusion, folks unable to write were paired with those who could. Then people gathered in groups of three to share and compare and decide upon the most important points. Then two of the groups got together, did the same thing over and over again until there were just two final lists. Each were written onto big paper in English and Spanish and on our final night of the delegation, every single person signed their name, made their mark, or added their thumbprint, making the agreement official. Instead of recipients of charity, the community members became the authors of their own development, and together we took on that responsibility. There were lots of tears as we marked that moment. The next year, the community identified its needs to build consensus in identifying their top priority and the focus of our partnership, we used another process called pairwise ranking. Again, everyone had a voice in the process and it was no surprise that they identified water as their top priority. Agua es vida. Water is life. When we first arrived in El Rodeo, their water was contaminated and causing a lot of illness. The three water sources in the community are all located lower down the mountain from their homes. The daily task of collecting and carrying water, primarily by women and children, required a lot of time and effort. Clothes washing was done at the water source, which required carrying large loads of heavy, wet laundry back up the steep hills. Bathing also acute occurred at the water sources to lessen the load of the water to be carried. The contaminated water meant everyone was constantly battling waterborne illness. When you contributed funds to provide water for filters for each home, you dramatically improved the health of the community and ensured the availability of clean drinking water until the water system was complete. When you contributed to the community's purchase of the spring, the water source, you literally made the water project possible. Without ownership of the water source, 
it would have been impossible to get funding. Poco a poco, little by little, it took nine long years to build partnerships, locate funding, acquire land, overcome bureaucratic obstacles, and build the water system that now brings clean water to each home in the community today. All that and a lot of backbreaking work and community participation. Another video.
¿Tienes agua en tu casa? Hay como treba. An anchor of each visit to El Rodeo is Susan Runner's Dental Clinic. Equipped with a portable dental unit and assisted by West Teens and community youth, she provides basic dental care, including cleaning, fluoride treatment, and extractions and fillings. At first, she saw mostly women and children some who would patiently wait more than an hour to be seen. The men were slower to avail themselves to her services, but eventually she won them over. In addition to basic care, they also receive oral hygiene instruction from her assistants, as well as toothbrushes, toothpaste, and floss donated each year by the West community. You've provided hundreds if not a thousand toothbrushes. Thank you. Susan's impact on the community can be measured by the dramatically improved oral health of the community, particularly the children who've had the benefit of dental care throughout their lives. For example, Blanca has grown up with annual visits to La Clinica de Susana and is a now a young teen with perfect teeth. <laughs> In 2018, Global Connections welcomed two new delegates, West member Christina Kachulis and Gabriela Santamaria. They were close co-workers at Mary's Center in DC, a nurse and a physician's assistant, eager to listen and learn and participate. Gabi was born in El Salvador and ready to return and give back, using her medical skills conducted in fluent Salvadoran Spanish. La Clinica Gabi joined forces with La Clinica Susana, anchoring our delegations in a powerful and loving way. West support has brought other changes to the community, which have improved living conditions. With running water now available at home, women and children have more time to pursue other activities. Vegetable and flower gardens are now thriving. Campaigns to promote environmental awareness have led the community to trash cleanups, and the installation of roadside trash barrels, facilitating municipal trash collection. A little library was built by Mino, the local carpintero who makes coffins for the community. And you filled that little library with books in Spanish for all ages. Access to books for young children, teens, and adults has realized an important educational goal of the community. Thanks to a Canadian aid project, inadequate adobe mud floor huts have been replaced with homes with concrete floors and metal walls. And now, 
all the houses in El Rodeo have new composting latrines. Annual field trips are our newest form of relationship building. Community members look forward to, these rare to this rare opportunity to take off work and spend the day learning and having fun together. We've visited ancient Mayan ruins, historic sites in San Salvador, including Divina Providencia, where Monsignor Romero was assassinated, his tomb in the National Cathedral, and the Wall of Remembrance, where names of war victims and massacres are inscribed. Another year, we accompanied the community on a historic hike, following the path they took in the dead of night to escape the bombing of El Rodeo. When they reached the river of Santa Cruz, the Salvadoran army was hiding in a school on the other side. As folks emerged from the river, the soldiers opened fire and many lives were lost. Delegates walked this walk, this Salvadoran trail of tears, listened and learned this important history from the people who lived it. Sad, yes, and sacred too, to be trusted with such personal, tender, heartbreaking stories. Despite the pall of grief and sadness, there was also fun as the young people were able to swim and cavort in the water. Another strong connection was made when we hosted Elvis Zavala, president of the Edesco, and Vilina Morales, a leader in the anti-mining campaign, to come to DC and speak to, West, to the West community during a platform. Many of you got to meet these incredible leaders. Over the last 12 years of, of yearly visits, Global Connections has forged many lasting relationships by dreaming, working, and playing together. We've watched children grow into adults and take on leadership roles, such as the dynamic young woman named Gabi, who is now an Adesco member and a water commissioner. Global Connections team member Pam Williams has built strong bonds with the teachers at the elementary school and the children by orchestrating plays, playing games, and laughing together. Our teens have connected with El Rodeo's children and teens through soccer, games, and work projects. The combination of all these activities have built trust, mutual respect, and deep connections between our two communities. Our partnership agreement with El Rodeo states that we shall stand and act in solidarity with El Rodeo within our congregation, in our community, and with the government of the United States. Toward that end, Global Connections has stood in solidarity with anti-mining environmental activists in Cabanas. Over the years, we protested the murder of the five environmentalists murdered by agents of the Pacific Rim Mining Company. 
sent a petition to the Attorney General to investigate threats against our friends at the local, at Radio Victoria, the local radio station. Provided support for the head of the Odesco and her daughter when they were threatened by criminals acting for the mine owners. We distributed we distributed informational leaflets to employees at the World Bank, where a court was holding a trial against the government of El Salvador brought on by a mining company. We provided support for Carlos, a policeman and close friend who fled to the US seeking asylum after receiving death threats for arresting gang members near San Salvador. Today, we are, we are called to protest the arrest of six water defenders, including our friends Walter and Antonio Pacheco. Antonio is the director of an NGO called ADIS, one of our key partners in building the water project. ADIS also provides scholarship, college scholarships to the sons and daughters of peasant farmers, sanitation improvements for rural communities, and improvements to small-scale agriculture. We've met with Antonio every year for 12 years. He's an amazing and tireless leader and a good human being. The six men were arrested in the middle of the night and are being charged with a war crime from 1981. The arrests are a clear violation of the 1992 UN peace accords. The judge has placed a gag order on the case. They are being held in horrible conditions in a jail far from home and only allowed to see their lawyer for five minutes per weekday. The case is being brought by the same government that disbanded, that disbanded their Congress and surrounded it with army troops, made Bitcoin an official currency, resulting in the loss of six, $60 million. There is reason to believe that despite a national ban on mining, the government is being courted to reopen the mines to help pay for the huge loss in Bitcoin. The Salvadoran press has been covering the arrests. The international section of the newspaper El Dario de Hoy shows eight of 11 West members who recently picketed at the Salvadoran embassy south of here on 16th Street. We are asking West members to please contribute to the legal defense of these good people. Our solidarity brings its light to, to dark times in Cabanas. West has been on this journey for 20 years. During that time, activities to learn about our sister community in rural El Salvador, were woven into the curriculum of our religious education program, threading its way through Sunday school and teen group, culminating with an opportunity to travel to El Salvador 
providing a rare opportunity to see the world from the perspective of the global south, to live among poor farmers and realize they are every bit as smart or smarter than we are, can be revelatory. Race, class, and cultural biases are challenged and personal relationships that span these divides can flourish. We receive far more than we give. This is good work and hard work. To continue, we need your participation, both teens and adults. It's been an incredible transformative journey for so many. Will it continue? That's the question. If you're interested in learning more about Global Connections, our team or the summer delegations, contact me, Ross Wells, or Pam Williams. Thank you. Thank you, Peggy. When the February calendar of platforms was provided to the officiants and we were invited to sign up for uh, platforms that we would be available for, I won't say that I had to elbow people aside, but I definitely took the opportunity to volunteer for this one. Um, I believe that the platforms presented by our Global Connections team are one of the highlights of the year here. So thank you for all the work that you have done, all the work you are doing as our representatives and our, our arms and hearts in El Salvador. Um, we will, in a few minutes, have our community sharing time when you can write into the chat or share in person something about what resonated for you in this platform. While we listen to today's musical response, you might prepare by reflecting on a personal experience or an activity at West that the platform brings to mind. Lilo? Just a little while, but nothing. 
wouldn't stop the water pouring down one more time and you cannot stop the cloud from falling and you cannot stop the rain from falling and you cannot stop the river from rushing to the sea and you cannot stop the people fighting to be free The water back uphill and backwater can sometimes seem so very, very still. But we all know that the water never really stops at all. It has no choice, it has to fall. And you cannot stop the cloud. This is the time when we add our own voices to the morning, sharing our reflections on the platform or what resonates with our personal experience. For our online participants, I invite you to share in the Zoom chat or in the comments if you're watching the recording later. If you're here in person, you can come to the microphone here on the floor, but please keep your comments brief so that others may also share. I will start by reading the initial Zoom comments. Mark Mayer says, wow, that sums it up pretty well. Laura Steele says, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Peggy. This was a gorgeous presentation. To see and hear what you all do is such a gift. Wes is so fortunate to have you and all the folks who do this work every year. Bravo. All right, uh, that is it at the moment for the online comments. Uh, does anyone want to speak here at the microphone? I see someone coming up. Please start by giving your name and uh, you're welcome to provide your pronouns as well. I'm Eric Moyer, and I was uh, really impressed with the efficacy of what Wes has been doing in El Rey de Rodeo. Um, when I was a child, um, I was uh, in, a, a, in a church, and we went on some mission trips. And, that was, you know, visiting places in the in the south and doing things and uh, preaching the the truth that we've been taught. And in reflection, 
they weren't very effective at helping the people. They were effective as propaganda tools for our group. Um, and I was impressed just to see that here was something where we had gone and um, taken, and the people now have uh, running water rather than going to contaminated springs. They own the spring, they have a solar pump, they have um, houses uh, with walls and floors rather than huts. That's a lot of change for 12 years. So, thank you. Thanks, I'm uh, Chris, he his. Uh, our daughter, Abby, had the privilege to go uh, with Susan, Pam, Peggy. Um, thanks so much for the opportunity that, that you provided her. I think the, the um, statement about everything we gain by the trips, and I'd say just vicariously through, through Abby's experience, and how eye-opening it was just for the politics, for what the social conditions were, um, for just how others live in, in the world uh, has just been amazing. So um, the value's incalculable. So thank you so much. Wonderful platform, Peggy, thank you. Um, I'm Julie, she, her. Um, I've been to El Rodeo once. I'd love to go back sometime. Both of my daughters have gone, and it's been a life transformative experience for each of us in different ways. Um, I think that all of us experienced the community of El Rodeo as extremely welcoming. Um, there's so much love there that we receive and that we're able to give. Um, I learned so much about Salvadoran history while I was there. Um, felt a deep connection, oddly, to uh, Bishop Oscar Romero, a Catholic, which <laughs> was a surprise for me, a Jew. Um, but one thing I want to say is that the State Department seems to have always been warning people not to go to El Salvador because it's extremely dangerous. And I remember that that was a warning that was given the year that we went. And I felt so safe during that entire trip and very cared for by the leaders, Pam, Susan, Ross, and, and Peggy, who made it an amazing journey. So I wanna encourage everybody to consider getting out of your comfort zone and, and going and supporting the, this uh, project in any way that you can. Plus it's a great opportunity to use your Spanish or make your Spanish better. <laughs> Good morning. My name is Wayne, he and him. Peggy, that is the most comprehensive and coherent presentation of the, our work in El Rodeo that I have heard. Although I've been a member of West for, for years, I've, I learned a lot from this presentation today, and I'm very impressed. I served in El Salvador from 1979 to 1981. I was there when um, Archbishop Romero was assassinated. <clears throat> um, the, 
the the, uh, the principles that uh, you've we and with leadership of you and Susan and others um, have provided uh, is an impressive model of community development. And uh, I, I've spent four decades working in international development, and I'm impressed with the solidarity of, of the work and proud to be associated with it. Thank you. Good morning, my name is Nate Pollack, and um, I'm here with a group of middle school and high school youth who, I don't know if you realize you have hosted us the last couple nights. <laughs> and um, I think this goes along with the, the platform message of this morning that Wes is um, contributing to this horizontal hospitality to us. We are from Connecticut and we are just really um, uh, grateful for your hospitality to let us stay here and um, thank you very much. And that was a wonderful presentation. We have been so glad to have you with us and hope that, uh, oh, Lilo, sorry. I'm sorry, I, I just wanna say thank you, muchas gracias for what you have been doing for Santa Marta and from El Salvador. I've been a couple of times just playing guitar, you know, a few, and thank you very much. And what you were saying uh, is not uh, charity, it's solidarity. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, thank you for inviting me today. Uh, thank you, Rose. And, and I was check my calendar because, you know, um, this has been a beautiful year. I just came back from El Salvador in 1930. In 1932, you know, 30,000 uh, indigenous people were killed. I grew up over there, I didn't know, you know. And I went for the first time walking with all uh, brothers and still relatives, you know, with pictures. M my grandmother is here, 30,000 people. And so thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to Vietnam on Thursday. Mm. You know, I'm going to sing. It's something, a dream. And thanks again to the connection of Wes. And I went to Wakotecti 12 years ago to defend uh, the, the water defender. You know, that these people fighting for, uh, try to keep our land discontaminated, you know. And so again, muchas gracias. And thank you for inviting me. It's an inspiration. And I love when I come. And thank you for what you are doing all this year for my country. Gracias. I just want to read a few more comments that have come in online. Sue Jacobson says, thank you, Peggy, for an inspiring platform. And thank you for all you have done and all you still do for El Rodeo. You, Ross, and so many others make such a difference in so many lives. If I spoke Spanish, I would love to go with you. I'm betting that Peggy would say that should not be an obstacle. Am I right, Peggy? Um, and Julie Campbell says, this platform moved me to tears, and not just once or twice. Who is surprised about that? <laughs> Sorry, Julie. I know what you mean. I feel so grateful to all the West members who have done so much to create the partnership with El Rodeo and so much to keep it alive and thriving. 
And Judy just chimes in such wonderful work. Thank you to everyone who has shared their thoughts and their attention. Here at WES, we don't just share our perspectives, we also share our resources and gifts. For example, we split all undesignated gifts in the Sunday collection between our operating budget and a fund dedicated to justice and compassion. This week and next, in honor of the work of the Global Connections team and in solidarity with the people of El Rodeo and El Salvador in general, we're sharing half of the offering with the Santa Marta Legal Defense Fund. Peggy has already given you the sales pitch, so I won't say much about that. Um, but I will just note that uh, the fund supports the six community leaders and anti-mining activists who have been arrested on charges of an involvement with an alleged murder decades ago. The uh, Salvadoran court has said they will remain in prison for at least six months while an investigation proceeds without access to the family, without access to medicine, without even beds, sleeping on cardboard uh, pieces on a concrete floor. If this sounds at all suspicious to you, you are not the only one. Let's all take a moment to prepare to respond to the invitation to generosity. For those who are able to respond, we offer a menu of choices. As noted on the screen, you can give by text. You can also donate online uh, via tiny.cc slash westgives or using the donate button, the give button, excuse me, on our uh, website, ethicalsociety.org. Uh, you can place a cash or check in the basket to the back of the hall on your way out. You can send a check by mail. You can even do all of the above. <laughs> in any case, thank you for your generosity. We will now receive your gifts and the gift of another song from Lilo. Salva Cubano, Salva Argentino, 
Salva americano, salva checo, salva ruso, salva ucraniano, salva uruguayo, salva venezolano, salva español, salva alemán, sálvate aquí, sálvate allá. Thank you so much to the many people who helped create this morning's time together. Senior leader Casey Slack, who will be back from their honeymoon next Sunday, and staff members Indara Miles, Robin Kravitz, Tamana Barangi, and Maceo Thomas. Thanks to our good friend Lilo Gonzalez, and no longer interim music coordinator, now just plain music coordinator, Leah Morris. For three years, it seemed about time, right? <laughs> Leah asked me to convey her warmest wishes to everyone. And thanks to our platform production team, the tech team members who had more than the usual level of challenges splicing all these moving pieces together. Well done, people. Thank you so much. <laughs> our slide artists, Zoom chat usher, and in-person greeters, You'll see everyone's names on the closing credits slide. And while I'm thanking people, I want also to thank everyone who carefully sorted, bagged, and donated warm weather, winter clothing for migrants bust here from the southern border. I'm told that enough donations were received so that the effort can be paused for a while. Well done. At the conclusion of the platform, please join us for social hour, either here or via Zoom. First, though, I want to mention a few things upcoming in the life of our community. Uh, the in-person social hour today will feature hot cocoa on the front lawn. So if you're here in the hall, you're invited to stick around for that treat. Besides the Zoom coffee hour, we have a couple of other Zoom meetings coming up. The Earth Ethics Action Team will meet today at 1 p.m and the Mindfulness Group will meet tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. P.m., they're both p.m. Uh, and the Wesset Workspace is now available in the social hall every weekday from 9 to 5. Hmm, somebody ought to write a song about that. Um, that's for people who are working remotely but would like a break from looking at the same four walls at home. If you're available to take a turn volunteering as a host for this, please see Thursday's News and Notes for the link to the Sign Up Genius page. That's it for my announcements today. Now let me please direct your attention to the screen for the monthly update from our Board of Trustees. Hey fellow West members, it's Abby Dakin, the facilitator of your Board of Trustees with the February Board Update for you. First off, pledge season's right around the corner. This year's theme is Power Up for Our Future. Sign up for a pledge party where you can learn more about plans for the upcoming year, as well as socialize with other West members. The first 20 to commit will be invited to a special early bird pledge party. Look for more details in your inbox in March. That's about next year's budget, but what about this year's budget? We've been having some discussions about the expected deficit with members. We're happy to continue doing those. It's not a great situation, but 
At least to me, it's comforting that Wes isn't the only congregation facing these difficulties. Also relevant to next year is the annual Strategy Saturday that was uh, at the end of January. This is a, an event where the West Board, the West staff, and many other West lay leaders get together to figure out where we wanna focus our attention in the upcoming program year for the most benefit to the community. The focus goals we developed will be relevant to the 23-24 uh, program year, which starts in July. Also with an eye towards the future, save the date for a town hall with the American Ethical Union or AEU executive, sorry, interim executive director, Rachel Pfeffer. She'll be here talking about how the AEU is doing and where it's going on Monday, March 13th at 7 p.m. We think this event is going to be in person, but plans are still evolving, so keep an eye on your inbox to learn more. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to seeing you around the West. Bye. So thank you to Abby for that update, and thanks to all of our trustees for their devoted service to our community. As always, you can find information about opportunities to connect in the Sunday links or news and notes emails and on the calendar page of Wes's website, ethicalsociety.org. Thank you all for being part of Platform today, whether in person, via Zoom, or watching later. I now invite you to join with music coordinator Leah Morris in singing our song of the month. together here it's blessed us all today love has made a circle that holds us all inside where strangers are as family loneliness can't hide you must give yourself to love if love is what you're after open up your hearts to tears and laughter and give yourself to love give yourself to love I've walked these mountains in the rain and learned to love the wind I've been up before the sunrise to watch the day begin I always knew I'd find you never did know how like sunshine on a cloudy day you stand before me now so give yourself to love if love is what you're after open up your heart to the tears and laughter and give yourself to love give yourself to love
You must give yourself to love If love is what you're after Open up your hearts to The tears and laughter And give yourself to love Give yourself to love Um, you're looking at me, but I thought, thought we were going to have our song. Okay, all right. Well, I guess we uh, won't be able to sing with uh, Leah today. Sorry about that. A um, few last reminders before we leave. If you're new to our community, please send an email to our membership coordinator, Maceo Thomas, and introduce yourself. And for those who wish to socialize online to reach virtual coffee hour, point your browser to tiny.cc slash hour. And now I invite you to join me in our closing words for the month. Let us go into the week ahead with compassion, understanding, and commitment, extending love to ourselves, our communities, and the world with dedication to justice that is truly for all. Again, thank you for joining today's platform. We look forward to connecting with you again soon.